Hello and welcome to Misty 101 podcast. Fear of devastating nuclear war as world's major powers enter a new arms race. Since the end of the Cold War, major powers across the globe made huge efforts to reduce their nuclear arsenals in efforts to ensure the world is safer from weapons of mass destruction that could wipe out entire cities. But now, those countries including the UK have entered a new arms race, with growing stockpiles of more advanced weapons and smarter technology allowing missiles to evade defense systems, all of which experts fear could lead to a nuclear war. We're in a new, multipolar nuclear arms and strategic technologies race, including the rush to weaponize space Lyndon Burford a visiting research associate in the Centre for Science and Security Studies at King's College London, told I. He said all nine nuclear-armed states are either modernising or increasing the size of their nuclear arsenals, or both. He said there were multiple new risk factors, with technologies such as artificial intelligence and increasing political instability in major nuclear-armed countries. That could lead to nuclear war with devastating global humanitarian, economic and ecological effects Dr. Burford warned. The nuclear arms race has accelerated in recent years, with the US, Russia, North Korea and China testing nuclear-capable hypersonic missiles which can potentially evade early warning systems and are harder to track. Last month, the US and UK announced they will help Australia build a new fleet of nuclear submarines, as part of a trilateral alliance known as AUKUS to counteract the influence of China. It prompted warnings from the UN's nuclear watchdog International Atomic Energy Agency, IAEA, that AUKUS may spark off another race for nuclear submarines by other states and that a team has been established to explore the deal's safety and legal implications. Matt Corder, a senior research associate for the Nuclear Information Project at the Federation of American Scientists, says, Oldie that campaigns to modernize weapons were driven by a global competitive environment that is being embraced by all of these nuclear arms states. Its classic arms race behavior, states are improving their own capabilities and then their competitors are responding to those improvements by developing systems to offset those advantages, and then the other states have to exceed those capabilities he said. Ktokorda said the main driving force behind the recent nuclear missile tests was countries reacting to changing threat perceptions around them. Trying to build new systems to offset their vulnerabilities he added. Ktokorda argued that the arms race has shown how the military theory of mutually assured destruction, MAD, in which a nuclear attack by one superpower would be met with an overwhelming nuclear counter-attack as a deterrent to nuclear warfare, has been thrown out the window. Nuclear states are building their way to invulnerability, for example with hypersonic missiles that are specifically designed to change course during flight and evade defense shields. Those against the mad theory that aims to keep mutual vulnerability between nations, he concerning Dr. Corder said. A lot of states are expanding the role of nuclear weapons in their doctrine to include an emphasis on nuclear war fighting. It was baffling that the U.S. Air Force Lieutenant General Thomas Bussier, deputy commander of the U.S. Strategic Command, which oversees the nuclear arsenal, said Ina will soon surpass Russia as the top nuclear threat to the U.S. 
increased because of the several thousand warhead disparity between Russia and China. Russia has roughly equivalent numbers to the US, around 5,000 or 6,000, meanwhile China's number is in the mid-300s. A's integrated review into the future of the country's foreign, defense and security policy, published in March, Russia will remain the most acute direct threat to the UK. Order said the review also contained a subtle threat against Iran, which does not have nuclear weapons but has been enriching uranium. Stating that the UK will not use, or threaten to use, nuclear weapons against any non-nuclear weapons state party to the Treaty on the Non-Proliferation of Nuclear Weapons 1968 The review adds, Threats does not apply to any state in material breach of those non-proliferation obligations. Pandemic devastated lives and economies around the world. Those nine nuclear states continued to increase spending on such weapons to a total of $72.6 billion in 2020, an increase of $1.4 billion from the previous year. Massive drain on public resources globally and a massive threat. Kate Hudson, General Secretary of the Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament, CE, told I. The dangerous thing is that nuclear strategies have moved beyond the idea that we'd never use them, that they only exist as a deterrent. Old usable nukes are being developed and use postures outlined. The rise of China is perceived by Western powers as a threat to its economic supremacy. Global power economically in terms of its economic strength and capacity to aid the development of other countries, it's a global military power identifies China as a threat to its preeminence. Now is the intensification of U.S. militarization in the Pacific. But with the kind of build-up against them, having not wanted to go into massive military spending, China will be doing more because of this intensification of activity by other great powers in what can essentially be seen as their backyard. World-renowned naturalist Sir David Attenborough told the UN Security Council that climate change is the biggest threat to security that modern humans have ever faced, and major powers would disagree with him. Experts have called into question the reasons why nuclear-armed states are spending billions on weapons they are saying will never be used. Created by nations threatening each other with indiscriminate Mid-20th century weapons of mass destruction prevents development of global solidarity and trust we so desperately need to address critical 21st century challenges like the climate crisis and pandemics said Dr. Burford. Nuclear-capable missile in show of strength to China Successfully tested a nuclear-capable ballistic missile in a show of strength to China, amid an escalation of the border spat between the two regional powers. A 5 missile, which is capable of traveling more than 3,000 miles, follows a Chinese military build-up along the 2,000-mile line of actual control that separates the two countries. Previously tested the missile on six occasions, this law significant as it was the first carried out by the country's Strategic Forces Command, the unit that would be responsible for firing the missile in a combat situation. First launch to take place at night, proving it could be deployed around the clock. 55-foot missile from the east coast state of Odisha on Wednesday into the Bay of Bengal.
directed towards China and the Indian statement after this test explicitly referred to its nuclear posture said Sushant Singh, senior for at India's Centre for Policy Research think tank. Nuclear-armed China and India have deteriorated to their worst level since the two countries agreed to an uneasy ceasefire in 1962 to end a border conflict. Troops broke this agreement by annexing 40 square miles of Indian territory in the Galwan Valley in Ladakh, in brutal hand-to-hand -hand combat that resulted in the deaths of at least 20 Indian soldiers. Talks between Delhi and Beijing have since proved inconclusive and both countries have continued to build up troops and military hardware on either side of their border. Line upon new legislation, the Land Borders Law which seemingly permits the use of force along its frontier with India. Asian army will be able to respond to any invasion, encroachment, infiltration, provocation through effective measures. Alarm in Delhi, as much of the two countries' shared border is not demarcated, and both Indian troops and nomadic herders occasionally cross the boundary without realizing. The new nuclear hypersonic weapons system that allows its missiles to evade radar systems, which a seen U.S. general described as concerning. Explaining to do at COP26 as UK budget gives wrong signal, says key Paris Accord diplomat. Closing the 2015 Paris climate deal has told Sky News that Boris Johnson will have some explaining to do when he meets world leaders in Glasgow next week following a budget criticised for ignoring the urgency of the climate crisis. Signal and it's the wrong time for that signal said Christiana Figueres, the former UN efforts to rebuild global consensus around climate change in the run-up to the historic Paris deal. It is flagged that the UK wants to walk in with at COP26. Pointing. Rush, which cut air passenger duty on internal flights, by far the carbon-intensive way of travelling within the UK, was seen by many environmentalists as the least green budget in decades. Is Figueres, could under myage of climate leadership the government is so keen to show in Glasgow. The originally is not good. And I'm minister is going to have to have some explaining to do at COP, she said. Ms. Sky News ahead of giving the WWF State of the Planet address, a regular assessment of the impact of humanity on the Earth's systems. In as much nature standing, that we're inveing it and we're enabling it to regenerate as well, for a healthy planet but also to help us tackle climate change, said Tanya Steele. Chief Executive of WWF UK. Ms. forthcoming Glasgow summit as one of the most important the UK has ever hosted. Decisive signal from the Treasury, Ms. Figueres said the UK had shown leadership ahead of the Glasgow summit. She overreacting to the absence of key leaders like China's Xi Jinping. Chaban is not ambitious enough to put the world on a pathway to a safe level of warming of 1.5 C, but Ms. Figueres, famed for her cut optimism, argues it's far more ambitious than many had hoped even a few years ago and it is coming to Glasgow in the form of a formal commitment. The authorization of the highest political levels in China. And that very high political level at COP26 said Ms. Figueres.
Anadase has shown the colossal gap between the emissions cuts promised by countries and the amount needed to achieve the Paris target of 1.5 C of global temperature rise. But should not give in to thinking that the challenge of halving global emissions in the next decade is unrealistic. It's not sighing the rooftops and telling us that we are totally running out of time that we're staring at the precipice. But it's very clear that if we halve emissions by 2030, then we can actually open up a door that takes us to 1.5 C as maximum temperature rise. So totally possible, financially it is entirely possible. Send refugees stuck in UK hotels. Afghived in the UK after fleeing the Taliban takeover have asked to be sent back, casting doubt over excess of Operation Warm Welcome, the government's Afghan resettlement program. It was Lawson on 29 August to help Afghan refugees arriving in the UK by providing support so they could rebuild their lives, find work, to education and integrate into their local communities. However, housing means hotels have been commandeered as emergency temporary accommodation for 7,000 Afghan refugees, with Home Office officials admitting that some will be held in them for months. All right enough. One thing with the newly arrived Afghans for weeks but who requested anonymity, said, I've had a few patients telling me they want to go home. One gun, kept saying, I can't take this anymore. I have to get hotel, room. The GP at the country in 2000 when the Taliban were previously in power, added, another said, I just want my freedom from the hotel. I had to pension, and his wife, because they were so at. There are care for those held in hotels following the evacuation from Kabul airport, with one charity describing confusion over access to local GPS. One government's program as a shocking failure. Council Borough of Greenwich, South East London said the lack of organised government support when 700 Afghans arrived in the borough in August was unforgivable. This was Williams of government that I ever encountered he said. Thorpe not providing enough support or sending enough officials when hundreds of Afghans were initially put up in hotels in his borough during their 10-day Covid quarantine. He said match between the rhetoric of senior government politicians and their actions to support those people. When Greenwich meant they were about to run out of baby milk, Thorpe claims they would that some would be delivered in a few days. In Sheffield, Afghan refugee fell to his death from a hotel window in August soon after arriving in the UK. The local council has concerns over the suitability of hotels for holding Afghan refugees. A spokesman said its misgivings with the Home Office, but would not elaborate what response it received. Meanwhile, Association which represents 328 of the 333 councils in England, called on the Home Office to use confusion in data that it is sending to different locations over the actual numbers of Afghans and their needs. The governor with local authorities and share regular data about numbers, needs and strengths of Afghan refugees and others recently resettled said an LGA spokesperson. Jilaliri Ellen Bamba Foundation, which is working with 650 clients, said the situation was and confused, 
with certain contract hotels unaware they were obligated to help Afghans register with a GP and explain their entitlements. When weak there seems to be a blind spot with the Home Office when it comes to vulnerability she said. A spokesperson, a health charity that campaigns to protect human rights to healthcare, said they were concerned with the provisions for asylum seekers, including those under Operation Warm Welcome. They said, league duty to provide at least minimal support to otherwise destitute asylum seekers, but arrangements by the office and its contractors to house those waiting in interim publicly funded accommodation are medically dangerous. The Afghan Afghan arrivals were placed in hotels there was inadequate medical provision. She described hell where she found a malnourished disabled child who had not been registered with the medical authorities. A home office, the UK's biggest and fastest emergency evacuation in recent history helped over 15,000 people to safety, and hotels remain a temporary measure to help accommodate those we brought here. It is going to take permanent homes for everyone but we are working urgently with our partners to do so. Our aim is to see resettled here to build a successful life in the UK, and that is why we work around the clock to provide wraparound support to families. This includes authorities across the UK to ensure everyone temporarily accommodated in hotels has access to essential provisions, healthcare, education, universal credit. Rare Roman Standard Church on HS2 route. Archaeology HS2 high-speed railway have discovered a set of Roman statues at an abandoned church. The collection ain't Mary's Church in Stoke Mandeville, Buckinghamshire. Two completes here to be, a van and a woman were found, along with the head of a child. A hexagonal also discovered with large pieces still intact despite being underground what is thought to be more than 1,000 years. The only other on display in New York's Metropolitan Museum of Art. Lead archaeology contractor Fusion JV, Dr. Rachel Wood, said finds were hugely significant and rare in the UK. To find one's shoulders would be really astonishing, but we have two complete heads and shoulders as well as a third head she said. They are even more logically because they've actually helped change our understanding of the site here before the medieval church was built. The discovery believed to have previously been the location of a Roman mausoleum, have been sent to a lab for specialist cleaning and analysis. Dr. Wood added up on display for the local community to see. Around 3,000 removed from the Norman church and will be reburied at a new site following the finds. HS2A that will link up London, the Midlands, the North and Scotland, its first phase, the created between London and Birmingham, is currently undergoing construction. In July, hunch coins were found in Hillingdon, West London, by archaeologists working on the HS2 route. UK weather, eight homes and railway lines blocked as flooding declared major incident. Heavy rain has of northwest England and Scotland, blocking railway lines and roads and forcing hundreds of people to evacuate their homes. A major incident in the Scottish borders, following sustained torrential rain on Thursday which swelled two rivers. 
The Scottish Invency said water levels on the Tweed and Tiviat were worsening rapidly and threatened significant damage to up to 500 properties. Police Scotland said, We have been monitoring the situation with the weather in the borders closely as the day has progressed and we have now made the decision, alongside our partners, to declare a major incident and begun evacuating various residents around the River Tiviat from their properties. We are working with Fire and Rescue Service and Scottish Borders Council to safely move all of those affected and ensure they are appropriately accommodated for the time being. The Scottish Fire sent four fire engines and a water rescue unit to the town and is assisting with evacuating at-risk properties at risk of flooding. Schools and health rest centres set up for those evacuated. Weather warnings for across southern Scotland and northern England, including an amber alert for Cumbria which warns of danger to life from fast-flowing or deep flood water. Cumbria, Dumpf The Scottish borders were deluged by rain on Wednesday and Thursday, with the downpours leaving roads and railway lines impassable in places. Northern Rail has in buses on parts of the route between Barrow in Furness and Carlisle due to severe weather flooding the track while passengers were warned not to travel north of Preston on the Avanti West Coast Line. Across border rail was bridges were washed away amid torrential rain. Network Rail Scotland The River Anon, north of the railway with trains unable to pass over a viaduct, closing the Dumfries to Carline. Trains into Glasgow City was hit by flooding just days before it hosts the COP26 Climate Conference. Scotrail service 50 minutes on Thursday. England's environment advised against travel, issuing a number of flood warnings and urging that people don't risk driving through flood water. It wrote on Twitter, is, and just 30 centimetres of water can float your car. In Glasgow, video social media showed cars stranded in water which swamped city streets. The environment had to remain vigilant due to the continued risk of significant flooding over the weekend. It said 40 properties. Ben Lukey, the A manager, said, Our thoughts are with local residents in Cumbria, who have sadly experienced the effects of the heavy and persistent rain we have seen. In England, 11 flooding is expected were in place across parts of the Lake District National Park. Ferries on Windermere Wood were likely to remain out of service on Friday after the operators said heavy rain had pushed up lake levels to an extent whereby we cannot land safely. A total of 16 flooding is possible have also been issued in the Lake District and in parts of the Yorkshire Dales. In Scotland, twin issued inluding in areas near Edinburgh and Glasgow. In North Wales, flood for Angles and areas of Serenarfonshire. The Met Office has put out out for heavy rain in Cumbria and southwest Scotland. This means there is a very power cuts, damage to buildings, difficult conditions and as was the threat of danger to life from fast flowing or deep flood water. Andy Page, the meteorologist, explained, strong southwesterly winds, a belt of warm air and a slowing weather front have resulted in very large amounts of rainfall in some parts of the UK during the last 36 hours. 
he went on to point out recorded 361.6 mm of rainfall in just under 36 hours. This follows a series in the area over the past 16 years, in 2005, 2009, 2015 and 2020. The rainfall continues to transport disruption, with difficult driving conditions and possible road closures. Don't you dare! You fall threat as Yuan's major development. The provincial government of the tip of South America asked Amatol to regularize the project it intends to develop with the Argentinian authorities. In August, the government authority of the South Atlantic Islands, among others, issued a court sum to the construction company, which is part of the Royal BAM Group, to present plans of the intended Newport in Port Stanley. Claudio Milella tweeted on Monday that the legitimate Gomalvinas Islands, the Argentine name for the Falklands, had issued the notification for a responding legal procedure. The contractor agreed the work government in April 2020. It arrived on the island in August and 20, with a target start date for construction in 2024. The proposed construction obviously drawn condemnation from Argentine politicians, who view the islands as rightfully theirs. At the start of August, then-Secretary Malvin's, Falklands Islands government intimate. He said the project would seen of natural resources which belong to all Argentine citizens. Mr. Filmus added the work intention to establish the infrastructure aimed at transforming the port of the Malvinas Islands into a logistical support center. Andres Dacheri, the said that we will not allow any action on the part of the British government that seeks to entrench its illegal presence in our territory. The de facto situation of Haitian of part of our territory is an affront to international law and to all peoples who are fighting for the end of colonial anachronism in the 21st century. We will use all legal and our reach and within our competence to protect our jurisdiction. The Tierra del Fuego Gu Company under international law, citing a violation of a UN General Assembly resolution urging parties to refrain from making unilateral decisions over the islands. Amazon scam explained in parcels they haven't ordered. A scam that has caused hundreds households to receive Amazon packages they have never ordered has been identified by the consumer group, which a survey of 1,009 UK adults between the 13th and the 17th of August found that 4% of respondents had received a mystery package containing a free item they had not purchased and with no return address. It means the phenomenon, likely to have affected some 1.1m people across Britain. Which followed recipient parcels in Swindon, Salisbury and Somerset all of whom had taken delivery of packages addressed to apparently fictitious people with generic names at their residence and opened them to find a random selection of goods including bath mats, chocolate molds, wireless carrier phones, chitongs, fairy lights, bs, runnings and feather dudders. The practice appears to have taken as third-party sellers, often based in China are attempting to game Amazon's competitive ranking-based system that orders sellers according to sales volume and number of positive reviews. 
by sending out unwanted inexpensive tat that costly a nominal amount to ship in large volumes. Sellers aim to be displayed on the first and pages of search results in the hope of attracting genuine orders. Scam expands in pandemic could theoretically be good setting up fake accounts under the name of the addressee to purchase an item and then later writing a glowing review of the service they claim to have received. The reason for sending out the algorithm, the more you sell, the higher your ranking a logistics expert named Eric based in Xinjiang, China told the watchdog. Rushing has been going on for at least the only reason it has now gone has been accelerating very rapidly, especially because of the pandemic. Another consumer expert free said, in the Amazon universe, brushing is just a cost of doing business very similar to buying ads or getting an Amazon certified logo. Generally, it's a marketing ex the competition is intensive in commerce. The most concerning aspect of the bogus sellers are obtaining the addresses, with Amazon saying publicly available sources are used rather than its own customer database, which has not been compromised. Ad actors. Of all service, Sixcent said they typically keep phonetic eyelashes, iPhone cases and frisbees they receive, 28% toss them out and Sixcent give them away, often to charity shops. Consumers should be able to use of products they are buying online are genuine, so it is troubling that third-party sellers appear to be using brushing scams to game Amazon Marketplace said which, S. Director of Policy and Advocacy Rosho Conker. Amazon needs to do more to thorough instances of brushing scams and take strong action against sellers that are attempting to mislead consumers. A spokesperson for the retail We estimate that less than 0.001% of Amazon orders are impacted by brushing as Amazon has robust processes in place to prevent abuse from impacting our reviews, search rankings and other customer experience. We will never stop improving the sension in our store, and we will continue to take the appropriate enforcement actions including support for law enforcement organizations in their efforts to hold bad actors accountable. We strongly encourage those who have packages to report them to our customer services team so that we can investigate fully and take the appropriate actions. Customers are also advised on dispose of or donate unwanted items and to be wary that they could be faulty, hence they're being chosen for brushing purposes in the first place. We are asking for your support. You can make your donations on our website www.misty101.com on podcast page. We hope that you have enjoyed the show. We thank you for being with us and your support. Goodbye till next time.